You are tired of average. You want more out of life. You know you're capable of something greater. This show will help you become resilient in your home, at work, and in your community. Welcome to the Resilient Humans Podcast with your host, Kevin Wood. Welcome back to the Resilient Humans Podcast and Joanna's back. Hello, everyone. There we go. We were chatting this evening about um, what was our topic for for this episode was going to be. And Joanna brought up a great point that early January, people at the gym and people that I work with have goals. Or they would like to. Or they'd like to have goals. And so what a great time. I'm, I'm not a big um, supporter or... Um, what would be the opposite of that? Not supportive. Not supportive <laughs> uh, of New we're, Year's resolutions. We're not for or against. Right. If if it's something that you want to go with, great. I'll help you come up with the best way of doing so, of, of setting a, a, a goal that's, that's important to you. Um, but yeah, if th- what a great time, a new year. I don't want to say new you. Uh, we don't want to be too cliche. No, can't can't do that. Um, but a lot of people do set out new goals and they want to start this year off on a fresh start. So we have a lot of people that come to us and, and want to work on things. And when I start with people, I always ask them where they're doing well first. Mm-hmm. And talked about this before obviously but the three pillars of resiliency are fitness nutrition mindset and I always ask them which one are they feeling the most confident in and then I ask them to rank it on a scale of one to ten and why they they gave that number and then it flips what one do you feel the most stuck in fitness nutrition mindset and there's usually one that's kind of a that sticks out um, over the others and then we we dive right into the the goal setting from there. What does that look like? Well, before we dive into that, oh, okay. I have a question for you because you said prior to hitting record here that you were not a supporter. You're definitely not for smart goals. No, I don't like, the, I don't like the smart outline. So I've done a, a post on this, I believe like why, smart goals suck um i'd like to hear your opinion on it why uh okay so i i don't i don't remember all the specific measurable Measurable, actions um are realistic in time timely right i personally struggle with goals um i don't make a lot of them for myself I'm I'm not sure why they just they never seem to work out. I set like in my head I think okay I I would like to achieve this, and then if I go through the smart measurable and time and and go through all that it's like it's not it's not gonna work. I don't like having a specific timeline or a specific date that I need to achieve something. So you're more against the T. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess it would it would be. It would be the T um, because if you don't achieve it by that date, then it feels like you failed. 
So you just want smargles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just smar. Smar. Right. And I think if people over time set these smart goals and when the time comes they haven't achieved it and they keep failing then it's not productive okay i'm also a little bit um against the r what was the argument realistic yeah i think sometimes you need to do the big hairy audacious goals yeah yeah now it's what i would suggest is having that big big crazy goal and then break it down down. into more realistic manageable ones yeah but that over that overarching goal could be not realistic right now correct right yes so those are our our arguments against why why smart goals suck so what's the alternative yes this is one that I currently do, like like I said at the start here, with, with current clients, we start out with their, what are they successful with, and then where are they feeling that they're stuck, what is that level of stuckness, uh, and then we go right into the goal-crushing pyramid. I want you to take out a piece of paper. This is a, a practical podcast today. I have paper. As most of these podcasts are, actually. <laughs> so you're going to draw a triangle. At the top of the triangle, you're going to write the word target. The target is what your goal is, what you're aiming for. And I I put a little uh, qualifier on what counts as a target. What would not count is I want to be healthy. Right. I want to be fit. What does that mean to you? It doesn't mean jack shit. How do you know when you get there? Mm-hmm. Now, answering that question, we can start narrowing down or honing in on what the actual target could be. If it's, I want to be healthy, okay, why? Yes, the why is important. Why Why is that important to you? Well, it can be any reason. It really doesn't matter what the reason is, but as long as there is a good reason. But... Or and and I want the target to be something that you can check off to say I've accomplished that and I use a sport analogy when I describe it to people how do you know when a team wins the Stanley Cup because they scored and then what and, uh, what happens at the end of the game and they win everybody's happy and what are they holding in their a hands cup. the Stanley Cup they're physically holding it <laughs> I won. I'm holding the Stanley Cup. I'm winning. I'm not the sports person. No, that was a bad, bad analogy for you. Um, but it's something that you can check off. It's very visible. I can, I can do this. Mm-hmm. Now you can use. Um, let's go into a non-sport analogy. It could be attaining a certain amount of classes at the gym. Mm-hmm. And so I just worked with. Uh, he'll have no problems with me mentioning his name, Blake Reynolds. Um, he wants to hit his 2000th class at Cross of Moncton this year. That's the target. And then we broke the target down into smaller chunks so that he knows each quarter how many classes he needs to attend. And then he took those and broke it down by how many classes are available to register in that quarter and then how many classes per week. So it was a big, 
hairy audacious goal. And then we broke it down into half at first and then into quarters. And now he has his, his action plan from there. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like a really simple, simple way of doing it. Um, I've had other people talk about um, certain weight loss goals or consistency goals when it comes to uh, food and nutrition, um, having a, a better relationship with whoever. Um, so yeah, the target needs to be something that you can like check check off and say I've I've accomplished this or I've reached this. Okay. Does that make Top sense? Top of the triangle. Yes. Bottom left corner. I want you to write the word identity. And so I did this with Blake and it took, uh, he got, he got the right, well, he got his right answer on the second try when he came up with it. Um, <laughs> the first one was a little bit of a joke. So you need to fill in the question or the, or the phrase when, when I accomplish this goal, what does it say about you? And the sentence is, it means I am fill in the blank. Okay. So for Blake's 2000 class or reaching 2000 classes this year, I said, fill in the blank. I am. And he wrote, or he, uh, he said, sore. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, that's not your identity. Right. That has nothing to do about you as a person. What does it mean? Do you know, guess what he said? I don't know. If he reaches 2000 classes by the end of this year, he is what? Awesome. Let's see. <laughs> Consistent. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So he came up with that on his second second try after saying sore. Mm -hmm. And that's it. I am consistent. So it's kind of the who do I have to be to reach this correct target? Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. And then the last the last piece, the last corner, so bottom bottom right corner, you're gonna write out action plan. Action plan has a process called the 222 system. For the next, I like to start with the big one, so the two months. What can you do in the next two months to get you closer to that target? What can you do in the next two weeks to get you closer to that target? And then what can you do in the next two days to get you closer to that target? And then you, it's a, a constant reviewing and revising of that action plan every two days. Now there's magic in that number. Every two days, so let's, today's we're recording this on Sunday. So you'd write down what you would do on Monday and Tuesday. Generally, you know what's coming up in the next two days. Yeah. You know your appointments, your work schedule, what your kids have planned, generally what you might be eating you have hopefully you have two days worth of food in your in your fridge so most people can manage their lives two days out so then on tuesday the end of day two you look at wednesday thursday what can i do in these next two days to get me closer to my target mm -hmm. and you keep doing that over and over pulling from the two-week pile and taking things from the two month pile and pulling those into the two weeks. So you're feeding into the two day process repeatedly. Right. And then it always keeps it fresh. Correct. 
You're always coming back to it. So to review, target, something you can check off, identity, what does it say about you? I am fill in the blank, action plan, two, two, two. Of those three things, which, okay, let's go top. What percentage of your time and effort should you spend staring at the target? What percentage? Of your effort and time should you spend staring at the target? Ten. One. One percent. Okay. Well, I was trying to go with like round numbers. <laughs> sure. It's a very small number. Yeah. It's something that you glance at every now and again. Okay. Like, like a vision board? Sure. You just kind of see it. You're like, oh, right. Mm-hmm. But you're not hyper-focused on it. You're not like, oh, that's all. Like, if you just focus on the outcome, you're not going to spend as much time focused on the process. Right. Processes get you closer to your outcome. Now, how much time and effort should you spend staring at the identity component? 34. I'm not doing very well. Small, still small, 4%. 4% of the time you spend staring at or reviewing the identity piece. And it's really just a little bit of motivation and a reminder of what you need to do and who you need to be to reach that target. Mm-hmm. Which leaves how much for the action plan? 95. Hey, you got one. Great. Good. I can do math. Elevated hand slap. Okay. Yes. So that's it. 95% of the time is spent in the actions, mm-hmm. in the doing. And when you do that, when you spend the majority of your time in the doing, you are more likely to succeed with the outcome. Now, I want to go back to what you said at the start. Which part of the SMART goals was the worst one for you? Time. So... What in everything that I've just mentioned, there's no time component. No time. So what's the solution? You do the actions until you completion. Eventually, you eventually get there. Until completion. Yeah. That's it. And so how long is that going to take? Who until, knows? until you're done. Yeah. Right? I like that better. Do you like my goal-crushing pyramid? I do. It feels less stressy. There's only three things. It's less pressure. People put so much pressure on themselves to achieve these goals that they make. And then it it just doesn't feel good. But that feels good because you only have to focus on the next two days. Correct. At a time. And what the beauty of this is what happens if you screw up for two days? There's two more days. You got the next two days, right? (laughs) So it's hard to screw up. If as long as you're consistent with the revising and reviewing every two days, if you only screw up on two days, you have the next two days to, to, to just start over to get over yeah. or to continue where you left off. I don't want to say start over because that means you're not starting, you're not starting over, continuing where you left off. And that's the, that's why I really like the, the two, two, two system. It's, it's simple. And if, if you are listening to this and you want, uh, one of my um, clients came up with a worksheet that has, um, I want to say there's seven 
So 14 days, um, two weeks of two, two, twos for the, the two days. There's a bigger chunk for the two weeks and the spot on the bottom for the two months. Yeah. And so you can fill it in uh, as you go and man, you're off to the races. It makes it more visual um, and easy to work through. So is that worksheet available somewhere? Yeah, it's on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> Can people get it from you somehow? Yeah, just send me a message and I'll just send it to you. All right. Yeah. And if they need help figuring all of this out, if, if we can't do it ourselves... Can yeah, they, can they it's funny you say that. Um, it's interesting that you say that because I went over this system with one of my clients, gave the worksheet, went home, and still had trouble. She started um, mixing in. So she had um, a, a personal target that she wanted to attain, but in the 222 system, she was chucking in like work and family and fitness, like it was everything combined. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's not what this is for. This is all the actions are only geared towards that one target. So you can't mix other things in. If you have other targets, you have a separate worksheet for that target. Totally fine. You can have multiple targets at the same time. And I would suggest no more than two. If you start getting into like, oh, I got seven targets that I want to hit in this, the next 90 days, you're going to accomplish none of them. Yeah. I've seen it time and time again. We've had, you know, members at the gym, they say, I say, what, what are you struggling with? What do you want to work on? And they give me a lot, 15 things. Yeah. I want to work on these things. <laughs> okay. Uh, how much time and effort can you put into each one of those individually? Not enough to make a difference. Yes. Right? So hone in. One, two at the most main targets, and then your action items or action plan is is derived from that. Yep. So to answer the question, if you need help filling out these worksheets and figuring out what your targets and two, two, twos and everything should be. Shoot me a message. Find Kevin Wood. I'm easy to find. <laughs> I think if you Google me, it's it's pretty easy to come up. I mean, that's how we met years ago. I did Google you. Yeah, yeah. she had I to had, find out. Had to make sure you weren't creep creep. <laughs> I wasn't a uh, a murdery type of guy. Don't want those. No, I haven't murdered anybody yet, but I don't know. <laughs> okay. Get more uh, crotchety in my old age. Get off my lawn. <laughs> I'll just. Nah, never mind. I won't say. Just shoot in the air. Get off my lawn. Not shoot at them. That would be crazy. All right. Okay, goals. There you go. Do them. If you uh, need any help, you know how to reach me. Okay. Hey, Joanna, thanks for coming on today. All right. My pleasure. It's uh, it's late at night now. It's time time for bed. We won't tell you the actual time because it's um, not actually late, but it's late for us. It's late for us. Yeah. (laughs) All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest episodes, be sure to subscribe and I'll see you next time.